Hey guys, so this is my first podcast, uh, well my second recording of the first podcast because apparently I got a call and the podcast didn't get saved. So let's start again. Uh, well, my first podcast is going to be obviously about Arsenal Football Club. The people who know me, I'm the I'm a really big Arsenal fan, really big football fan. And I, I don't want to keep all my podcasts about football, but I would really love to. So uh, let's start. Uh, so it's as an Arsenal fan, it has been a really, really shit season, and well, the last season. Well, now that the transfer window's open and Wenger's gone and everything looks like it's going to change, so let's focus on the changes that's coming. And one of the first thing is the manager. Now we've been linked to people like Allegri, Jardim, who was like linked last season to Carlo Ancelotti, even Unai Emery from PSG who just left said that. He's just waiting for Arsenal to call. and But apparently, what looks like is we are going to go for Pep Guardiola's assistant coach and ex-Arsenal captain Mikel Arteta. Now, not really ecstatic about that. Not really happy about this, but, <laughs> but that's how it looks like it's going to be. Uh, I'm going to read out a quote by Goals, uh, Goal.com's Arsenal correspondent Chris Wheatley. Who said that Mikel Arteta is set to become the next Arsenal manager? The Spaniard has influenced the departure of Colin Lewin, who leaves the club after 23 years. Now I'm going to come back to Colin Lewin sometime, but let's. I'm going to start with my thoughts about Mikel Arteta. Now I've, at first I was really like, shocked by uh, that he's been considered for the job, but I've heard a lot of people talk about him uh, and. You know, I've just read a few articles about him. And I don't think it's the worst possible thing to happen to Arsenal. Um, One of the guys from Football Daily, Patrick Van Schaden, he even said that it's not a worst possible thing because the only way to go from here is up for Arsenal. And Arteta really sticks by the principles that Arsenal, the Arsenal squad, squad has been playing for a couple of years, the possessive kind of football. Having someone in like Simeone or Allegri who just really on the pressing and counter-attacking kind of football would have been really difficult to coach and you know that would have led to a real catastrophe at Arsenal because uh, in the first season maybe you know the players wouldn't been able to adapt to it and they would have been fallen even lower in the league, done done worse in other competitions. That could have taken the squad the squad and the club itself into a really low mood and probably it would have been even more difficult to get back up from there. So having Mikel Arteta the kind of coach who first of all he knows Arsenal Football Club really well. Uh, he was the captain of Arsenal Football Club and the club and the staff like even Gazidas and Stan Kroenke and Steve Bold and everyone, they know him pretty well. So it's going to be a little sense of familiarity around the club, which could really help, you know, to have a smooth transition instead of having someone who has just no idea what the club is or the players and the fans have no idea who he is. So it's not the worst possible thing. And the best thing about it is that he's worked under Pep Guardiola. Uh, we'll talk about that more later. And he's been really appreciated and He's been really talked about by his ex-teammate uh, Mauricio Pochettino, who's a manager of Tottenham Football Club. Uh, and he's been backed by Wenger too, saying that 
Arteta was a real coach on the field when he was uh, playing for Arsenal. Even though uh, Wenger said, admitted that he is a quiet kind of person and really talks out when he needs to, he he still knows the how a team and team should play and how how what a coach needs to do to make a team click. Now the negatives under this is that he might fail horribly. I mean, like horribly because. Stepping in, uh, filling in Arsene Wenger's shoes is one of the biggest jobs in football right now. So, doing that could be really, really <laughs> difficult for him. Uh, so, I, it, it's really scary <laughs> to think about it. Now, another thing, another negative would be that the division in the fan base. I really, really, really hope this not happens. This is the last thing that uh, the club needs right now is for the fans to get divided on Arteta again. I know it, it's an out-of-the-blue shout and everything, not experienced, he doesn't know what he might be doing and players might not listen to him, blah, blah, blah. But the fan base really, really needs to get behind him. That's the one thing that led to the inevitable doom of Arsene Wenger is that the fans really wanted him to go. And I hope that the fans aren't, aren't as negative about Arteta. We really need to give him a chance. We need to understand that Wenger, though he, though the squad is good, it is not nearly as good as the other top six teams. And the things and changes that have been coming, going, coming and going, it, it, they, the team really needs time, and the club really needs time to get back to a good flow of rhythm and just be really good at doing what they were. Uh, now another thing is that. Him being there at Arsenal before, not and even not that long. I think he was playing for Arsenal two, three years seasons ago. So there's still a lot of players who were there when he played, uh, like Aaron Ramsey, Mr. Ozil was still there, Nacho Monreal, Jack Wilshere. Uh, so these kind of players, uh, he they could really help him, and he could really help them to you know settle into the new system and the new coach, because. Uh, I don't think there are too many players left from his time. There's a lot, been a lot of changes. Uh, so these players could really help him settle in at Arsenal. And there will be a sense of familiarity around the training ground and on the pitch too. Now, how this could work against him is... Uh, like, we all know Arteta was the greatest of the players. So, and people like Ozil and Ramsey and Wilshere and Koscielny knew that they were better than him. So it might be weird for them or or their ego might kick in thinking that why should, you know, they, they might, they still might have the thought that they are better than him and they probably shouldn't, they don't need to listen to him. Like, I hope that doesn't happen. I really, really hope that doesn't happen. And he might not be able to push the players out of their comfort zone that and they have, which has been so relaxed. They don't want to defend. They don't want to press. No one wants to put a tackle in. It's it's been really annoying for everyone, and I really hope that Arteta is able to push them out of their comfort zone and into the freaking battlefield and just fight for the club for once. Uh, that could really help. Uh, another thing I think is he though is inexperienced. He's not really done much football coaching. I think it's just been an assistant coach watching and learning from Pep Guardiola. I think experience could be a bit overrated in the sense that 
even Pep Guardiola when he stepped up to be uh, uh, the Barcelona manager, he was just managing the B team at Barcelona. And Arteta has been, when he was at Arsenal, he was spending a lot of time with the under-18s and seeing how the coaching actually works. And he he's been he had been developing his coaching batches batches way before he retired. So that could really help, you know. And I think it was the same with people like Mourinho who just stepped up. They were assistant coaches and they just stepped up to be managers. And the sense of the uh, the sense of fresh young, I mean young. He's thirty six, but he's thirty six, thirty eight, and that's really young as a manager. The sense that someone fresh and young of a young mind is coming to Arsenal could really change the mood. You know, just there's not. <laughs> it's not an old father figure that everyone's compelled to listen to, uh, and I think Arsenal are really going for the, anyway. Even after Arteta, whoever um, becomes the next manager, they're really looking for a head coach. They don't want a person who can run a football club. They just want a person who can run a team. Uh, I think that's what the focus has been since last season. Because I think we got a new director of football from Barcelona, uh, Raúl Sanjeli. And the head scout changed from Dick Law to um, sorry, Sven Mislintat. And even Gazidis, even he has stepped up way much to making recruitments. And he was personally involved in signings like, of like Mkhitaryan and Aubameyang. So I'm really glad to see that. So Arsenal aren't... So they've taken all the responsibility they had Wenger had and divided it into a couple of people. So it forms a good unit and a good team. So there is less uh, burden on one person, which could really help the club to go forward. Uh, and now another thing is about the way of like Arteta's way of football. It's going to be a lot more similar. It's going to be same possessor kind of football that Arsenal played. And I hope learning under Pep Guardiola for two years, he can install the like uh, pressing into the Arsenal Arsenal team. We could have a good flow from the mid uh, from the defensive third to the attacking third which has really been lacking since Arsenal have missed Santi Cazola who was the one player I still think Santi Cazola from the current Arsenal squad Santi Cazola still is the best player even though he hasn't played since September 2016 he's still the best player Arsenal have got and that is something that we have missed from him just driving from the defensive third to the attacking third and making chance just creating chances of chances uh, so that is the kind of football Arteta has been known to study, and learning under Pep Guardiola is obviously that's the kind of football you're going to know. Uh, and but the one thing uh, I've heard from Guillaume Balige is that there is only Arsenal only have a net budget of fifty million pounds. I have no idea why that is. It could have simply been the reason that we did not qualify for Champions League football or. Actually, that's the only reason I have. I don't know why the hell do we just have a £50 million budget. But, uh, so, uh, yeah, so one thing is Arteta won't be able to make wholesale changes. Something that Luis Enrique wanted to make, that is the one thing uh, I think he just slid down the candidacy list. And something that Allegri didn't demand, but everyone knew that Allegri would need. So a net budget of fifty million pounds is not good enough. We might have to sell a couple of players here and there, but... I don't think anyone's good enough to raise it from 50 million to like 150 million or something. We don't have those many players and neither do we have those caliber of players. 
So having 50 million pounds means if if Arteta even thinks of deploying the Guardiola kind of method, we are going to need a right defensive midfielder. We're going to need a sweeper keeper. Going to need really fast wingers who can cut inside, create chances, and a good ball playing centre back. So that's five players we need there already, and I don't think Arteta would be able to buy them. So he can probably do some makeshift job here and there, and get the team working to some sort of his ways, and I really hope that happens. Uh, now the thing is, uh, Guillaume Balaghi has also said that discussions have begun on Friday, which is the 18th of May, and the things will be more, uh, I don't think they'll be confirmed, but they could be more clearer by Monday. <coughs> Excuse me. By Monday, which is the 21st of May, uh, Arsenal will come to a decision about Arteta, but they're going to talk to him and they're just going to convince him because I think they've got permission from Manchester City to go and approach him. And inside the Arsenal board too, everyone's convinced on a majority vote that he could be a good good move to make. So the only convincing that is left is convincing Arteta to come to Arsenal. And I don't think he would be really hesitant unless it just seems a bit scary to him. That's the only reason I think he might back out. But I don't think he really will. Now, coming back to Colin Lewin, uh, that was mentioned by Chris Wheatley, that Colin Lewin has left. Now, there are many reports that Colin Lewin has left because of Arteta, because Arteta demanded or Arteta suggested that he leave. And that I am, I for once, I'm really, really happy about this because he's been the, uh, he's been the head of medicinal services at Arsenal for like, 23 years I mean that thing that goes even before Wenger came in and that's really sad because the one thing Arsenal have piled on every season is injuries and players are not fit enough players are not good enough that's another thing I really hope Arteta instills is having the fitness routine change drastically and just making sure that every player is fit enough to play uh, it's uh, like that that's the one thing Pochettino and Pochettino is able to do so so well that Pochettino's training sessions are worse than actual matches. Like pe- the players have come out and said that De- I think that it was Deli Ali or Danny Rose who came out and said that they would rather play Champions League finals every week than train under Pochettino. It's that difficult and that 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 there's that much pressure on on the players. So I really hope that Arteta is able to do that. And changing the head of medicinal services kind of indicates that he's looking to make the squad fitter and just making sure that we don't have too many injuries. Uh, another thing is that Steve Bolduzo, who was assistant to assistant to Arsene Wenger, is kind of delaying his decision on what to do. Would he like to stay at the club? Uh, ultimately, I think it's down to Arteta himself that if he wants Steve Bold or not. I think Steve Bold is dealing his decision on whether to stay with Arsenal or do something around the training facility or not. Um, so he's still delaying a decision based on the manager. And another really interesting shout is that Jabi Alonso might be coming with Arteta to work as his, uh, as his understudy. Uh, that could be really great because uh, I don't know if many of you know that, but Javi Alonso and Mikel Arteta are childhood friends. They grew up from the same academy, came from the same area of Spain. So they've really been in touch and Javi Alonso is starting to work on his UEFA license. So having him at Arsenal could really... Uh, just, it could just really help the players look up to someone like 
Javi Alonso and the, the incredible period he was and the achievements he had. I think Ozil and Javi Alonso played together and Javi Alonso really, really rated Mr. Ozil. So that could really help Arsenal, uh, having Javi Alonso. Uh, another uh, ex-player that's come to mind is having Thierry Henry. Now, I think having Thierry Henry could really, really be great. If Arteta is not able to do it, Henry will definitely give the players the push they need. Uh, just, it's just going to be really daunting for the players to have the presence of Henry on the uh, on the field and even on the training pitch. So it could really help everyone involved. Uh, I think the last thing left here is that Arsenal are yet to confirm everything. It, everything's still in the air. Uh, I think Robbie from Arsenal Fan TV, he even went on to say that kind of, this might be kind of a deception that Arsenal are trying to play, pushing Arteta's name ahead and then maybe just popping up with someone like Allegri or someone. Uh, the thing is, I obviously if that happens, I'd be really delighted if Allegri comes in. Uh, but my point is, uh, I'm not completely convinced I'm not completely happy about Arteta coming in but I'm somewhat convinced that it could be a right thing uh, it's mostly because that Wenger has been at the club for so long that anything that happens from now on would be a fresh start you know just that excitement that something new gonna something new is going to happen is really just messing just convincing myself that Arteta could be a good thing so I think that's about it it's been a good 18 minute podcast so far i really hope you guys liked it you enjoyed it uh whatever you guys think let me know uh and i'll get back to you soon peace